In today's message, it seems as if I'm really getting a little bit graphic, but I think it's important that we realize that uh, our minds are very important, that we shouldn't use our minds as garbage cans and allow any kind of trash into our minds and th uh, thoughts that come to us that are not allowed in our minds because our minds are so powerful and we can get so much doing and so much accomplished through thinking good and positive things that we cannot allow all this trash to come at us all the time and that is why it's so important to understand that your mind is not a trash can and that what you desire and when you desire good things that is when you can really get these uh, negative thoughts these unwanted things to get it out of your life just cast it down and stop that because you are the only one that can control what you're thinking about. So please stay tuned until after the intro as we dig into this topic a little bit deeper. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's episode. Hello, this is Yanni from the Rise and Shine show. Welcome to today's broadcast. And it's so great to be with you again. And today, I just want to give you sort of a warning because some of the things that I'm going to share today is going to be a bit graphic. So please brace yourself. And I really trust that you will have the nerve to stay with me throughout this entire broadcast because it's so necessary what I'm going to share with you today because there's so many of us that allow ourselves to be open to things from the outside in and we should never allow ourselves to be that way. So without further ado, let's just move on. So the title of today's uh, broadcast is Your Head is Not a Garbage Can. And what does that mean? Are you going to take good food and put it in a garbage can? No, you're not. You put garbage in a garbage can. So if it's trash, that's what's going to go in there. So you're not going to take a piece of good meat and you're going to put it in a garbage can. Now, why do I ask you this question? Because so many times you and I have allowed ourselves to allow things into our minds, into our heads, that is garbage. Things that are negative, things that are derogatory, things that we think bad about people, people think or say bad things about you or me, and we allow those things to come into our minds and we're never allowed to have those things in our minds. So why do we allow that? Again, my question to you and even to me is, why do I allow those crap, those crappy thoughts to come into my mind? I'm not allowed to do it because why? Because only I have the, the, the choice to decide what I think, what I allow in my mind. You are the only one who can decide not to allow anything into your mind or whether you're going to allow it in. So then, why do you allow someone to say something about you and then you worry about this 
for the next week or for the next two weeks you've got a, a knot on your stomach your health is is going down the drain your relationships with the, with your loved ones are going down the drain because now you are worried about these things and it bugs you and and all these kinds of stuff why do you and i allow that we are not supposed to allow that into our lives and this is so important for you and i to understand because i have learned over the years that even if i think someone thinks something bad about me they forgotten about me long time ago i was never so important that they even remembered something that they said to me they might have said it in a in a moment of anger or even just ignorant when they said something to me and you know what i would have um, stayed on that for sometimes for weeks and i don't understand why today i realize i should have never done that and that's why i can encourage you today do not allow that because that other person doesn't even know that you are thinking they said something bad so in most cases if you go to that person and you say to that person listen why did you say such and such to me they may shrug their shoulders and say you know i don't know i can't even remember it and then for the past several days or weeks you've been pondering on it and you've really bitten your nails and and you um, have allowed your your mind just to be busy with that stuff whereas on the other hand you could have been busy with something creative something good something that you could do with your family or that you could impart into someone else's life and you allowed yourself to hold you back do you understand do you hear what i'm saying you know someone once said to me he said yani if you've got a problem with someone you have the problem not the other person and if i tell you that most people that i confront with this fact they say yeah but you know there's no buts if i've got a problem with you then i've got the problem why do i let what you say or what you do or what you think about me why do i allow that to bother me to bug me i've got the problem do you understand that yes but now you can say yeah but you know what uh, this person did such and such and such you know what it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's your life that matters you can take those things and you can push it aside and think on good stuff on positive things you can desire positive things in your life and those are the things that you can work with and those are the things that will bring you somewhere and take you some somewhere not the negative stuff like how can i explain it to you in the olden days we we got these balance scales so what they would do they would put a heavy uh, weight on the one side and then they had a bowl on the other side when i grew up as a as a little boy we still had that for example in the green grocer uh stores where we went to go and buy veggies and fruits and stuff so they would put this weight say for example whether it's a, a, a pound or a kilo wherever you live they would put that weight on there say for example a pound and then um on the in the in the other side in the bowl they would put enough fruits or veggies until the scale balances and the moment it balances then they knew that they actually gave me a pound of potatoes for example 
Now, this is the same way that our mind works. If you put a heavy thing on the one side, say for example, there's a lot of negative stuff that's happening in your life right now. So now there's a, a very heavy weight of negativity and we put that on the one side of the scale. Now on the other side, to get this negative stuff, not only to balance, but to counterbalance the negative stuff, we have to put a lot of positive things, positive thoughts, positive actions into this other side so that first of all, it's going to start balancing with the negative stuff. And then the more positive things you put on this side of the scale, it's going to outweigh the negative things. And that is a, a, a trait of life, I can always almost say, because you will have to do this consistently throughout your life. You're not, you cannot think that today you're going to put a lot of positive things into this uh, right side, for example, of the scale. And it's just going to stay that way. No, because you and I are bombarded with stuff every single day. Our minds have to um, process thousands of thoughts every single minute of the day. That's why people and, and industry and companies bombard you all the time because they want you to remember the trash that they want you to remember. You, they want you to go and buy this stuff and spend time with their little gimmicks, with their little doodads. Whereas you've got a, a, a purpose in life and you need to pursue that purpose. But it's only when you understand these principles that you can, can, can take control of these things and so that you can change it, not only to your benefit, but also to the benefit of those around you. That is so des uh, important to know what you should desire, what you should allow in your mind, in your head, because your head is not a garbage can. Don't allow all these things into your mind, all these negative things, things that people say, even television. It's, there's so much trash on television. And I'm not saying don't watch television. I'm not saying don't watch movies and stuff. But be very selective what you watch. Try to discern what you should watch. What is the motive behind what you're watching? Are they trying to indoctrinate you? Are they trying to get you to do something that you're not really supposed to or normally inclined to do? Because that's what they want to do with society today. They want you to believe what they're telling you through all this media that's just pushing out messages onto you and into your mind all day long. Look at, look at children, for example. They think they must be on their, on their smartphones all the time. It's not necessary. People, it's not only young people, people of all ages basically today, they're on, on, their, on their mobile devices and we don't need to be there. Some years ago, a few decades ago, it was not like that. Now, for example, when, when I meet up with someone, the moment their telephone rings or their cell phone rings, immediately they answer it. There's very few people that will not answer their phone when that thing rings. And you know what? It's rude. It's bad manners not to allow that call just to go or just 
let it go to voicemail or something. You do not need to answer that call right away. There are very, very few calls that you have to take. That's just one example. I'm just using that as an example. So if you are doing these things, if you are sort of participating in these things, just stay back for a moment. Don't just criticize what I'm saying and just push it back. Just listen for a moment and, and see whether this benefits you or whether that doesn't benefit you. You can say, yeah, but I'm, 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 this is a sale. I have to speak to this person. You know, it's not necessary. It is not necessary. That person can wait a minute or two or 10. They can wait. Maybe they don't want to wait. But on the other hand, if people are so pushy, do you really want them to be with you? Do you really want them to do business with you? Aren't they going to bite you when you turn your back or now you don't perform exactly as they expect you to perform? And with that, I'm not saying we should not uh, give excellent customer service when we are a business person or a salesperson. That I'm not saying. But it's so important that we stay within certain boundaries because there are certain boundaries when we cross it, it's almost as if we never can never step back again. That's why it's so important to have these principles and these habits in our lives. And the media out there is trying to change your habit, trying to change my habit every single day to, to be shaped by their agenda, by what they want to tell you. And that is not a good thing. It's really, really, really not cool. So let's just take a little bit uh, of a step back now. I've given you a lot of stuff and uh, it sounds as if I'm almost scolding you. I'm not scolding you. Of course, you know that. Um, I'm just uh, bringing this point across that is so important, so vital for us in today's life because you and I have to be liberated from limitations. That's really why I'm sharing these things with you because everything that comes at you and at me that is not congruent with sound principles, sound godly principles, those things are the only goal is to get you to step out of your boundaries so that you can get into their turf. And the moment you're on their turf, they can do with you whatever they want. I'm, I'm just thinking back now on, on some movies that I saw many years ago of these gangs in, uh, in New York City, for example, there were, there were all these gangs. And the one gang was not allowed to go on the other gang's turf. And if they caught one of these gang, gang members of a different gang in their own turf, on their own turf, they would, in many cases, they would kill these, the, these other guys or they would, just, they would just beat the living daylights out of them. And that's really what, what, what this principle is all about. So if you and I continually just give in, give in, give in, and just say, ah, oh, it's okay, you know, I cannot really... Uh, go the other way. I can't always just say no to, to these things somewhere, you know, it's just getting so much. If that is where you are, I'm encouraging you today to step back and to think for a moment, what are you doing? Just think to yourself, what am I doing? 
why did I make this decision? This decision that kept me away from my family, this decision that, that made me do something and make, made a decision that was not really congruent with my conscience, because that's very important. You and I have to uh, judge ourselves on that regard. And with that, I don't, I'm not saying be too hard on yourself, but you need principles. You need to live a principled life. And principles, when you abide by these principles and you form these good habits in your life, that is really what builds your character. So when people come to you and they, will, they, they say to you or they ask you, listen, I want you to do this. Yes, you can do it uh, for them, but just within constraints. Just explain to them, this is what I'm going to give you. This is the timeline that I'm going to give you uh, these things at. And then stick to those guidelines. But don't make those things so tight that you have to run around and that, first of all, you... Uh, um, cannot uh, do what you promised to do on the one hand, but that influences also your personal life, the life with your, with your wife or with your husband and with your children and with other family members because you need time to relax. You need time just to chill out. You need your family because if the family is strong, then society is strong. And that is really what's happening today. Everything is trying to pull that sound and that godly family to pull these, these, uh, these strings that we're attached with, trying to pull all these things aside to break these bonds so that they can, they can cause havoc in society. Because when you know who you are and who you have in your spouse and when you are at home and you can be at peace and relax and just enjoy and you can just love on them and they can just love on you. That is really where life matters. So it's not about the people out there. Someone many years ago also said to me, he said, the people at work, you only with them for a few hours a day. But the people at home, those are the ones that you, uh, you go to bed with, you, on weekends you're with them, on vacation you're with them. Those are the people that are really the ones who support you. Those are really the ones who matter. The other guys, yes, they, they are important as well. I've, I've had uh, very good friends that I've worked with in the past, but they are not my family. Your family and your close family, your home is really where society is shaped, where society is bonded and where society gets a strength from. And it's very important also what you desire, because when you desire positive things, then it may be a very good thing. Now, why do I say it may be a very good thing? Because let's just go back to where man started right in the garden of Eden after God made you made man and woman in his likeness in his image he formed them he shaped them and then he breathed into into man and they became a living soul right there and then God gave them everything he gave them access to everything and then a, a, a created being came and said to to the woman he said listen did God really say 
all these things. And God did not really say you'll die if you take part of this specific tree. He basically questioned what God said. And that's exactly what society is doing today. Your good principles is questioned all the time. It's questioned and you, are, you think, but is this really true? Should this really be? Because, you know, there are thousands of other people that's doing this. So is it really wrong for me to not to do that? Yes, in many cases it is. Because things have been so perverted and now you're beginning to question whether these godly principles that you've um, grown up with and that you know is the truth, now these are challenged. And now the moment something comes and says, but did God really say, is this really a good thing? Then you have to be really cautious and step back and say, but wait a moment. What are my values? What are the principles that I live by? That's very, very important. And that's why I'm saying positive desires can be beneficial, not only to you, but to people around you. Because when you have something that you can really desire and that you can uh, tap into, that is what builds you up. It builds you up from the inside. That, what's, that is what's helping you to build others around you. And that is very, very, very important because this desire, for example, um, it, it causes you to inquire, really, what is God's way? What does God really want me to do? What did God purpose me to do? And then very important is, and this is also part of all these things. It's, it's still, a, remember, it's still about the stuff that we're thinking about, that you and I allow into our minds. Because when we see something and I am not content with what I have, I'm looking across the, the, um, the fence and I'm seeing, wow, look at that car that the neighbor got. It's brand new. You don't know where he got the money for that car, where he got it from. Maybe he may be so in debt that he will never get out of debt for the rest of his life. You don't know, but you just see the fancy car. And I'm not saying uh, it's not good to have a good car. That's not what I'm saying. You know that. Because I also need a good car. I need to drive something uh, that's, that's reliable and that's nice to drive. It's, it's just as important. So, but it depends on what I'm seeing. So if, I, if you and I can see God's provision, how multi, uh, um, what's the correct word now? How in abundance, everything that God made is out there. When you look at the flowers, I mean, a plant doesn't, normally doesn't only bear one flower. Some, there are some plants that do, but in general, I mean, when you look at wheat, look from one little kernel, look how many kernels are actually produced. So there's always abundance in God's creation, in God's kingdom. And the same applies to you and I. So when we can see God's abundance and God's provision, that is amazing. So we must really admire that. And then the next step is to aspire God's blessings because God has promised you and I that he will look after us, that he will have good things for us, that he only has good things for us. And that is 
when we can really aspire his blessings and say, Lord, this is what I want. I want your blessings. So I want to live a life that is absolutely worthy of praising and honoring you and giving you all the glory. And then also to understand that you require his abundance because it doesn't help that there's abundance out there, but you cannot access it. You cannot bring it into your life. So that's, it's so uh, part of, of, of uh, our living a daily life that we need to uh, really require God's abundance. And then if need be, that you also perspire that you also have to work for what you want. It's not always necessary because scripture also says that all God's blessings come and he doesn't put any, we don't have to put any effort to it. But sometimes we have to uh, dig in there and we have to stand for what we want and for what we believe in or what we know is right. So that's this perspiring thing. So you need to do what you know is right. You cannot just sit and just expect everything is just going to run to you. And then you and I also need to acquire the lifestyle that God really has for us. This lifestyle of abundance, this lifestyle of peace, abundance of peace, abundance of life. Because remember what Jesus says, he said in John 10, 10, he said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. And you know, if you are not a Christian and you're listening to what I'm saying now, Please don't be put off by me just quoting a scripture there. Please don't. Because you know what? That's the truth. You know whether you have life and you have it in abundance or not. You know whether you are always worried and whether you are not happy with stuff. You're not happy with your life. You're not happy with the people that are in your life. You know that. And Jesus came and he said, I came so that you can have life and have it in abundance. So that you're not sick, so that you're not poor, you are not um, downtrodden, but that you can live a steady, a peaceful and a strong life in Christ to God's glory. And then also, and this is very important, this may be the last point that I, uh, that I just touch on here. And it's, then it's to inspire others. You and I can have everything that we want. And this is sort of how society was up to now. And I think in these times where you and I are, this is really changing a little bit because we were so content just living for myself. I want to find a nice house. I want a nice car. I want a nice family. I want this. I want that. I want the other. But we never thought about giving out to others, to inspire others. And it's only when you give out that you can receive. And it, that's, it's a law. It's a God-given law. It's a law in society. And most people know this. If you give, you will receive. For example, if you go to the shop, if you do not take out money and pay for something, you give something to get something. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's a godly principle. So when you give love, then you can receive love. You can't just sit and, and be a, uh, a rude person and then expect everybody is going to love you. It doesn't work that way. You know that. And that's why I'm saying it's so important that you understand that you really have to look at other people 
through these eyes of how can I unlock in this other person everything that I've accomplished? How can I help this person? And some people may not want help. I know that. They have uh, um, a great uh, mentor of mine, he said uh, once to me, he said, Yanni, if someone doesn't want something and they don't ask for something, don't waste your time giving it to them. So live your life so that people can come to you to the fruit that you bear, the love, the, the caring, the, the prosperity and everything. So people come to you and say, listen, what do you have? Because I want what you have. I need what you have. And that way people can ask you what, they, what, what you have. And then you can share with them. And then they're receptive. And then they're open to also receive what you have for them. So those are only a few points that I wanted to share with you today. And I'm, uh, I'm so grateful that I could share this with you. And I'm going to continue with uh, this uh, on this topic for a while because it's so important in today's time because I, I just experience uh, from people all around me all the time, people that I get in contact with even, I love just sitting and just watching people and it's so almost heartbreaking for me to see people, they walk and they've got this anxious look on their face. You can see they're troubled. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn to. And you and I have the answer. And if you don't have the answer, get the answer so that you can share with other people, so that you can build into other people's lives. Because that is really lasting. All these other things, it just flies away. And one day it's going to be, we think, and the next day, it's not anymore. Thank you for listening today. And I, I really trust that you got something out of this message and that you will understand at this point that there's really power in a positive desire to have God's best in your life. Because when you have this desire to have God's best in your life, that is when your eyes start opening up not only to the stuff that you want and that you need, but really to the needs of others. And just remember one thing also. We sometimes think we have just only, we are the only ones who have to be faithful, faithful to God and all that. But remember one thing. God thought so much about you and of you that he actually purchased you with the highest price that could have been paid. And that is by his own life, by his own blood that he shed so that you and I can have a free and a successful life today. Thank you so much for listening. Share this message with a family member or friend. And I'm looking to forward to chatting with you in the next broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.